Okay, let's begin. Yesterday was Daf Sam um, Ayin Beis number seventy-two, and today's Ayin Gimel seventy-three. We'll do a review of yesterday's Daka. To today's, have in mind that our learning should be a source for all um, all of Klal uh, Yisrael that are li- that are living in Eretz Yisrael and everywhere else. They should be safe. We should all be saved from our enemies, and also should be a source for the Ilu Nishmas. Yitzka, Keshel Ben, Avram Gedalia, and also for Rufus Shalema, for Amy Bastora, for this young man over here, okay, Adasa, Nasrania, Bracha Bashashana, Michal Vivi Basiodis, Sarbes Yechevet, all also need. Okay. Yeah. All right, with that, let's get right to the review of yesterday's Daftar Ayim Beis, what did we learn yesterday? Okay, so we're talking about uh, uh, different uh, places. Uh, we started basically discussing the boundaries of, uh, of Bavel, so as to know who has good yichos, who doesn't have good yichos, that we could trust. That was the discussion. Um, and um, so, um, so uh, Abaye had asked Rav Yosef, what about the other side of the Euphrates? How far does it go? So he says, what you're asking about Biram, Biram, we know that even the most miyuchasim families, the well-established families that have a perfect pedigree, uh, marry uh, into families from Biram, so it's no Shaila, that's, that's fine. Then Rapapa says that this machlokas that's regarding Yuchsin, where the boundaries of Bavel are, are the same parallel for the other halacha that's relevant, which is as far as Hilchas Gitin is concerned, because as we know that uh, Eretz Yisrael is uh, do not have to say b'fanenecht or b'fanenecht when bringing when delivering a get, Masha um they uh, they do have to say b'fanenecht or b'fanenecht from bringing a get from outside of Eretz Yisrael. But Bavel is like Eretz Yisrael, so where is Bavel? Bavel is the same boundaries, but then Rav Yosef says that's not true. This whole machlokas is for Yuxim, but everybody agrees by Gitin where the line goes, and that's the second swamp after the bridge, whatever that is. It's somewhere. They, these are places that they knew about. Okay. Um, um, then we talked about this place. <coughs> Rabbi Bar Abba talked about this place called Chavil Yama, which is the best part of Babel, and Shunyi Vigovya is the best part of Chavil uh, Yama, and uh, Ravina says, and also Tzitzura is the best part. Okay, and that we brought a price up from Chan Bar Pinchas, who says that Chav is the Tchela, so to speak, the blue wool of Bavel and Shunya and Guvya, and Tzitzura is the blue wool of the Chav even the best of the best. Um, Rav Papa says that uh, there's some Kutayim that got mixed in, so it's not the same good as it used to be, and actually that's not true. Uh, he was rejected. That's one version. Rashi doesn't like that version. He says that the Kuti was rejected, but he attempted to marry to the, somebody from there. Um, what is Chabal um, Yama? So he said that's the Pras de Borsi. That's the name of the place. So it was the fellow who said, My, I'm from this town of Shot Mishot. So Rav Yitzchak said, that's, uh, that's uh, b- b- between the rivers. What does that mean, that it's between the rivers? So uh, what it means is that it's like the, 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 a good area where, the, as far as Yichas is concerned, where is it actually located? It's actually higher than the highest place that we mentioned in, in the boundaries. So how does that work? Uh, Rabbi Yochanan says it only goes to the 
Mavarta de Gizma, which is below that. So the Gemara explains that there's a little bit of a strip that continues on where there's still good yichas further up. Um, Ravika Bra'avan said the name of Hanan, the name of Rav, this place called Chalazon Nahavnan. It's as good as Gola, as good as uh, Pompadisa for Yichus is concerned. And Abai says, no, he's just saying that uh, that because he had a mitzvah of Yibum from there to make him feel good that he could do the mitzvah. So the Gemara says, no, I'm not saying my own member, Ravika Bravin didn't say it himself. He heard it from Rav Hananel. And sure enough, they went and asked Rav Hananel. And he told him that Rav did, did basically give his stamp of approval on this place. Um, called Chilazon. Um, and this, <laughs> by the way, is disputed because Rav Abba says not like that. He says that when the Pasuk says, Vayanchem Chaber, talks about all these different towns where the Aser Sashvatim were placed. One of those places was Chilazon, uh, Hadayeb, uh, Ginzak, all these various places. And the reason why they're listed um, is uh, because to tell you that uh, that they're not good yichus over there, the, the Jews were not careful, that the Jews that went there, in terms of various things, I don't know exactly what, but uh, there, there's suffix bombs here from those places. Uh, again, that's machlokas. Um, we originally thought that Mushche and Mushchani were in the same city, Problem is, is that Shmuel says Mushchani is good yichus. So the Gemara says it's two different places. Obviously, Mushchani is the bad one, and Mushchani is the good one. We quoted the dream uh, that Daniel interpreted where there was three in whatever these, I don't know what it is, that were in the mouth of the lion in the dream. Um, that it says those are the three like cities of Chilazon, Hadayib, and Nitzivin. Sometimes it's, the, they're swallowed up as part of uh, Bavel and sometimes not. Uh, <laughs> after that, we talked about the bear, um, which was the next animal, and that's of course referring to Persia. They eat and drink like bears; very, they're into their food. They're heavy set like bears, and they grow hair. They're very hairy like bears, and they're also very restless like bears. Ravami, when he would see a Persian riding, um, he would say, "Oh, there's a bear moving." Okay. Um, Rabbi uh, asked about Levi, Levi to give him a muscle. He says, what, what's a muscle of the Persians? He said, they're like the armies of Beistavon, very mighty warriors. What's about the Chavrin? Chavrin is really a subset. They're like the special ops, so to speak. Um, it's right next to the Persia, and they're like known to be very, like even worse than the Persians. He says, you're right, they're like Malachi Chavala. What about Yishmaelim? They're like the demons of the bathroom. What about Tamid uh, HaChachamim? They're in Bavel. They're like Malachi Asharis. They used to dress in very beautiful clothing, the way you would imagine uh, angel looks. When Rebbe died, so he had a bit of um, like a vision. I don't know how to explain it. It was uh, Rashi calls it a type of nevuah. Um, anyway, so he gave over a lot of information on his deathbed. First of all, he said this place called Humnaya, which is all Ammonim, and they're not good people. Miskaya uh, um, is Olmam Zerim. Birka is another place in Babel where two brothers switch their wives to each other. Um, there's this other place, Birta the Satya, that uh, they just now went off the derech. Um and they started fishing on Shabbos. That was like their Avera, and eventually they were put in Chirim by Rafaki Bar and they ended up completely going off the derech. 
Um, then there was this place called Akra de Agma, where this person, Adbarava, was there, and today he is sitting in the lap of Avon, meaning he is getting his brismila. That's the second shot of Rashi. Um, um, and he, according to that, he lived a very long life, because if he was just getting his bris by, um, by when Rebbe died, that's pretty early on. Um, uh, next, we saw that, oh, and today, Rav Yuda is being is born in Bavel. And that was the very fascinating idea that when Rabbi Kiva died, that was when Rabbi Yehuda Nasi was born. When Rabbi was born, uh, when um, uh, when Rabbi, uh, when Rabbi uh, died, so that was when Rabbi, Rav Yehuda was born. When Rav Yehuda died, that was when Rava was born. And when Rava died, that was when Rav Asha was born, which teaches us that a tzaddik does not die without his replacement to being there, because we always need the tzaddikim, the leaders. So they're like uh, there's like this thing, and that's what we find by that before the son of Eli sets, the already the son of Shmuel or Masi will be his replacement and leading Klal Yisrael was already shining. And that's the Pasuk he's already there. Um, the Pasuk says an interesting thing we mentioned before about this town of Amoni, Amonaim from Amoni. So the Pasuk said, Siva Hashem Liyakov, of Tzarov. Which basically teaches us that you know, you know the 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 battles that we deal with is is uh, pretty much the same. You know what I'm saying? So the bad neighbors that we had in Eretz in Yerushalayim was the Amona, um, and the, and then and then when they were exiled, so there was Amon still the bad, same bad neighbors um, following them. And this is like you know you just have to realize that. That's your avoda to deal with your enemies, and you have to deal with it, and they're going to follow you wherever you go. It's, it's just the way it is. Um, um, anyway, then we talked about this fellow Piltiyahu ben Biniyahu, and he died, and he cried out. So this is, um, so the question is, so there's two versions, Machlok Zerav and Shmuel. One is that it was a, it was, it was. He was good, and that's why he was crying, because he was a good person who died, and the other one, because he was a bad person who died. What was the um, good version? The good version is that, that the son-in-law of Nebuchadnezzar sent to Nebuchadnezzar, you have so many captives, why don't you send some our way? And he was going to send some of the Yidin, and Pelteopin spoke up and says, we're the Chashav ones, we should stay with you, and send our slaves to them. And um, and uh, and so the Navi is saying he did a good toiva to us, not to have us, have us go to the son-in-law, so to speak, um, and um, and therefore why did he die so young? That's version A. Version B is is that it was bad because he was one of the in the vision of Yecheskel who was looking at what was going on in the base of Megiddo. Yecheskel already was in Galus, even though the base of Megiddo still stood, and there were twenty-five men there, and they were facing. Uh, instead of facing west to the to the base of Migdash, they were facing east to the sun, and they were bowing down to the east. And what does it mean with the back to the temple? That they actually were defecating towards the temple. It's a sign of disrespect. And he says somebody sinned that gravely. This Pokteob and Binyo was one of them. Um, and he and he died a natural death. That's what it was he was complaining about. Anyway, Shmuel must have been the one who said that it was bad because uh, Shmuel said that Mushchani is good, good yichos, and that was the place 
Um, um, so uh, we don't worry about, and, and there's no worry about Avdos or Mamzeris, and that was where this this uh, son-in-law was from, and if the Avadim went there, wouldn't that be a problem of Mamzeris? So the Gemara says, the only, he said, the only affair that they did there is that the Kohanim weren't careful about marrying divorcees. So that's not such a, it's not doesn't really ruin the Yichos, they're just not going to be considered Kohanim. Anyway, so uh, really no, Shmuel could be said Litova, but Shmuel is saying that if somebody's mafker is slave, so then he's already freed, and that's exactly what happened over there. The slaves of the Jews that went there were basically the Jews who owned the slaves were miyayish from them, and therefore they halakhically have already a status, a full status of of Jews, um, and that's a story that I called about it. So. Um, then we saw another member that countered basically everything that we saw up until now. That up that's that we've been saying that basically Bavel's the highest yichos. Eretz Yisrael's next, and after that, is everywhere else is really questionable the yichos. So Rabbi the said name of Shmuel that that's only Rameir Shita the hold that uh, all lands are becheskas kashras, and you can assume that they're not mamzerim. Um, and on that basis, <laughs> a member of Yasson to marry from Muchuz Yasa. And uh, Ravashi says, that's not, uh, how are you relying on that? Um, are you relying on this review, Dom Shmuel, that, that the Chum disagree? But what about Rav Kahana? What about Rav Papa? What about Rav Zvid? They all don't say that. So nevertheless, he disagreed because he heard it from Rav Zvid Minarda, and he says it's reliable, and that's that's that. Um... So we saw at the end of yesterday's daf uh, an opinion that in the future Mamzer and Nesim are going to be Tahar Las Lavo, according to Rabbi Yaisi. Rameir says they're not. So what's the Machlokas? The Pasuk says in the future that it's Fezorakti Alechem Maim Tahorim Utartam. I'm going to sprinkle on you purifying waters and you'll become purified. So Rameir uh, said, like, um, it, uh, so the, they say that means everything, even Mamzeris. And Rameir says, no, it's Mikol Chatasechem. It says, Mikol Tomasechem, Mikol Gililechem, but not, not Mamzeris. And Rameir says, but it says afterwards, Atereschem, which means even Mamzeris. Now, Rameir, it makes sense because there's a few pasuk describing the future where there's a Mamzer and Ashtod. Uh, but according to Raviyose, I thought he's meant Tyrol Mamzerim. So the, the Gemara says that the, the word Mamzer used over there is like the Targum of Rav Yosef, <coughs> which translates it as strangers, meaning somebody who's like, the, you know, look, you know, treated as if he's a Mamzer, which means, you know, isolated, you know, left to, left, you know, nobody wants to be, be, be with him. Um Psaka Lacha, Rav Shmuel is like Rav Yosef, that indeed in the future the Mamzer will be Metired, uh, cleansed. Uh, Rav Yosef says, if not for that, uh, that he says, when Leo comes, it would be really bad news. That is exactly where we left off yesterday. And uh, 